Let's go uh, into what's happening with all the misinformation and disinformation that is out there about the invasion in Ukraine from Russia. And what's really interesting is that we had a lot of talk in this country about the disinformation that was out there about vax mandates and vaccines that accompanied the trucker convoy. And now it appears that there is some relation to misinformation and disinformation about the Russian invasion. To talk about it, Dr. Carmen Celestini, who is with the Disinformation Project at Simon Fraser University. Welcome back to the program. What are we seeing on these forums? Well, what we're seeing is a definite change in the Telegram channels, where before it was focused on conspiracy theories, um, the mandates, and the convoy itself. But now we're seeing that there is interaction with what is happening with the war with Ukraine and Russia, with support for Russia and Putin. How does that follow in terms of ideology or or this bad actors kind of inserting themselves into these forums? Well, it's actually both. So a lot of the people who are involved with the convoy were also involved in conspiracy theories. And with those conspiracy theories were linked to to the ideas of bioweapon factories, such as the one in Wuhan that created COVID in their ideologies. But they also believe there are other ones. And through the use of bioweapons and biowarfare, that a new world government could be taken over of the world. But one of the actors who are on their side to take down this new world order is actually Putin. So they believe that his bombing is actually bombing the bioweapon factories that are throughout Ukraine that are linked to America. Now, we don't believe those to be true. And actually, yesterday, the government um, responded to that in America with Jen Psaki speaking about what was there and what wasn't there. But there is also the chance that there are foreign actors or disinformation actors who are in they're spreading conspiracy theories and these type of theories among a very fertile ground of people who already have distrust in the institutions of society. And when we talk about disinformation, you know, part of the the tactic here is to just flood the airwaves and, and flood the public with so much erroneous information that you just you just throw up your hands and you say, well, I don't believe any of it anymore. I don't believe anything. Well, there is a question of that, but this is a group of people who already have this um, thoughts and these ideologies and believe that these are weapons that are happening to us to enslave us. So it's a fertile ground for this information. It's also war propaganda that you know we see on mainstream media that a lot of these actors have been banned. So channels from and individuals from Russia are no longer allowed on Twitter. But what can happen is that information comes on to sit to what they refer to as free speech channels like Telegram. And then that information can be spread on Facebook and on Twitter and other mainstream social media platforms. So it behooves us to double check information. As we can see with some of the video that is coming out, some of it is not true. And it's old footage that's being linked in and saying that it's real. So we have to be careful with the information that we're sharing and what the sources are of that information. What's the solution here other than just to sort of flag the misinformation that comes along? Is there I mean, many of these sites, there's just, is there any way to shut them down or is even that what we should be pursuing? 
but we have to be careful with that because there are matters of free speech that are attached to this. And, you know, these are corporations and entities themselves. But it is our responsibility that if we see something on our social media, that we double check it. And before we hit share, and we all do it when we're on a telephone, <laughs> we just hit share. We're all guilty of it. But we should take the time to stop and really watch the information that we're seeing. Where is the source? What is the originator of that source? Try to stick to experts, scholars, legacy media platforms, and double check and make sure that it appears somewhere else that you trust this information. So it behooves us to do that. And we have to be careful at this point because technology is at such a situation that maps look incredibly realistic and we can believe those ideas. And let's remember that there is propaganda about the positioning of who is the enemy and who is in the right in this position. The common sense plays a, an integral role in this as well. And maybe not follow your emotions because these can be very heart-wrenching images that we're seeing and dark ideas and really engage with the material and the source of the material. Carmen, I appreciate your time today. Please be well. Thank you. That's Dr. Carmen Celestini, who is a postdoctoral fellow with the Disinformation Project at Simon Fraser University. And isn't that true about, you know, maybe just check it out before you forward it on to somebody else, before you decide to hit share? I have a friend of mine who constantly sends me stuff and I just write back to him and say, dude, this is this is factually incorrect. And I, you know, send him a link to like how it's debunked. And he'll say, Oh, well, I, I didn't, I didn't actually read the whole thing. I just, you know, I just tried to forward it along. It, I think it, do the due diligence.